Welcome to Conversate, a podcast where we engage in conversation. Uh, this week, I, Kevin, have on the show uh, Dela Beard, uh, one of our members from all the way back in 1991, uh, and we talk about mercy. Uh, Dela shares a little bit about her history, um, what this idea of mercy has looked like in her experience, and some really practical ways of how we can get involved in a ministry of mercy here in town. So as always, we hope you find something useful for you. Maybe it starts another conversation on your end, but we hope you enjoy it. Cheers. Well, cheers, Dale. Good <laughs> yeah. to be with you here yeah, this thanks. morning. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, glad to have you here uh, on the Conversate podcast. Uh, for those of you tuning in, uh, I have with me here uh, Dale Beard. Yeah. Um, in my, so this is the kind of a funny thing as a newer pastor. Yeah. I don't have a good sense of who's been around for how long. Oh, been around uh, life for a long time, it seems, but been around the Copper Country since uh, 1991. Mm, okay. We, we came here um, in the winter, actually, of all times to move here mm. from Louisiana, even though we're from Indiana, but John was at LSU, um, so we came up from Baton Rouge to the Copper Country. No kidding. And I was in like La La Land because it was beautiful and snowy and John is gripping the wheel going what have we gotten into <laughs> so we have been here that long and we love it wow okay wow yes yeah, so thir- 31 years now yeah you're better at mental math I like now. math oh good <laughs> yeah and what what brought you up to the copper country John's job at uh tech okay yeah. I wondered that yep and yeah. um you know we had talked about living uh, maybe back in the Midwest, which this is kind of the Midwest compared to Louisiana. Oh, sure. Um, and I was hankering for seasons mm. and fall colors and snow. And so he said, I brought you to the place of snow. So anyway, we are, we're thankful to be here and like, we love it. Yeah. It is far, our siblings and nieces and nephews are all in mostly Indiana, but okay. we're, we love it here. This is home. Mm. So are you... Do- Hoosiers. Does that mean yes, we were. Okay. Well, we are Hoosiers, but okay. we are also Youpers now. Well, there this you is go. the longest place we've ever lived. You sure. Know, so yeah. Yeah. Wait, and there is something. Uh, you know, winter is a it's a trying time to travel uh, up it, it, here. Yeah. But there is something very magical about. Oh, it's beautiful, and yeah. even you know, I don't do the snow moving and all that, but we both get excited about those first snows and the I don't know, even the blizzards sometimes mm-hmm. are just kind of cool even though they're also as we get older they're a little more of a challenge sure well i appreciate it too it's like if you're gonna have winter i don't just want cold there might as well be something falling from the sky and kind of pretty exactly place. it's it yeah. is it's not gray and steel yeah. and cold it's sparkly yeah see? so there you go yeah now okay so 91 up to the up to the up yeah uh at what point did you get connected to scenes oh right Paul? off the bat um okay. i was raised in the missouri Synod lutheran denomination, whatever. And um, so it, it wasn't a matter of sh- what church should we go to? You just moved to your new community. <laughs> John is not uh, a Lutheran, but uh, a good Christian man says, sure, let's go visit the Lutheran church. So we hmm. started going to um, Saints Peter and Paul over in Hancock. And then that's just what you do. You know, you go to your your local church and um, I don't know, you blend in, and mm. make the best of where God's put you. Yeah. Oh, and who was, who was pastoring at Pastor the time? Paul. Pastor Paul. Pastor Paul. And um, yeah, and it was, you know, I had been in older congregations. I mean, 
older buildings. And so that was, I was used to that to some degree, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it was very similar in a lot of ways to some places I've been. So, sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're exactly so a long right. time. Well, it really, I mean, you know, but I mean, there are definitely people here who have a, a more history with mm. Saints Peter and Paul. Yeah, generational. Yeah, sure, yep. sure. Yeah, there's some folks though. I, I I look at and I think, man, these pillars of our congregation. And then I talk to them and I learn they've only been here like two years yeah, longer right, than me. Right, <laughs> you know, like, right, oh, really? Right. Yeah. So, but that's yeah, neat. You know, yeah. it's it's neat to see yeah. and hear from people of all kind of. Yep. All connections. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. You, you, so you come to a new community yeah. and you say, hey, well, here's the Lutheran Church. We're going to go check it out. And uh, I do think there is something to, you know, like God kind of had, I don't know, he's he's looking out. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's it, know, to me, right. it's very peculiar to become a part of a community because you're an outsider. But you're right. Coming in. Right. And then before long, all of a sudden you're kind of, this is, I don't know, it becomes almost it's, your family. It is family. It's church yeah. It's church family. Um, but I, I'm going to credit my, my mom, especially, and dad. But mom, I mean, that's just what you did. You found a good um, church and then a good grocery store wherever you moved, and you put down your tablecloth, and this is home. You know what mm, I mean? You just you make mm. it home. Yeah. And God helps you make it that way. But for sure, um, finding a good church has to be where it's it, it gets started. So, mm. And it's you know, you're familiar with the way they do things, and I don't know, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're glad God yeah. brought you here, uh, Dale. We are, and, too. Yep. And uh, and we're glad, uh, you know, if you're listening today or watching today, that, you know, God, I, we b- believe, would have been a part of that process, too. Absolutely. That you're here yep. listening. And uh, and that's you know, kind of the same thing when I think we come to a Sunday, right, to a Sunday worship experience, or really any time we're uh, encountering God's Word, uh, He's always got something for us. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh it's not always, I don't know if you, like sometimes when I do devotional stuff, it can be hard, right? You, you read the devotion, you're kind of like, yeah. I don't, this isn't really where Speaking I am Speaking to today. me right today, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but God's, uh, I think Isaiah 55, right, talks about uh, uh, when I send my word, like this bread from heaven, it doesn't return to me to empty. Avoid. exactly. Exactly, right. yeah. Right, It goes out, it accomplishes uh, something. Yes. You know, and, yeah. uh, and the spirit kind of. Is, and as a pastor, I'm sure you really, Put a lot of hope in that because <laughs> when you get up there to, to preach, I mean, yeah. you got a whole room full of people and they all are coming with different concerns or anxieties or pleasures or whatever. Mm-hmm. And your words, you know, seasoned by God mm-hmm. will, will make a big difference to each person that's, somewhere. Yeah. That's right. And Aaron and I have talked about that. Yeah. It's just kind of a mystery because you don't know <laughs> where everyone's yeah. coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're bringing your own. I mean, I'm bringing my own stuff in sure. too, you know. sure. Um, yeah, so I'd be cu- well, I'd be curious, kind of on that note, Dale, to hear then oh, this last Sunday. Mercy, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mercy, mercy me. I re- I actually do you know that band, Mercy Me? No. Okay, so Mercy Me is a. You ever heard the song? <laughs> I can only imagine when all my life is done. Oh, it's a song about heaven or something. <laughs> you know, when I asked you about Lucille Ball and you were a little Lucille Ball, oh, I love Lucy. Well, I'm kind of the same about Mercy. No, I don't know, but Yeah, okay. Mercy Me. Okay. Well, I went up, I looked up their uh, kind of history of the band because I okay. thought maybe there's some big, deep, profound yeah, reason. Yeah. But no, his, his, his grandmother used to call him and oh. when he was at home all the time because he wasn't, he was trying to work on his music and so he didn't have like a, a job he was out to. <laughs> she would always be surprised that he was at home and able to pick up the phone and would say, oh, Mercy, Mercy Me. me. Yeah. <laughs> So. Well, I gotta say, I think only. Um, well, we're always learning. Let's face it; we can mm. never know everything. Mm-hmm. But so this whole difference between grace and mercy—you brought it up. But then also, I think 
Pastor Aaron has brought it up in some years gone by, as well as Pastor Weber, and probably even before that. Hmm. But it's easy to get those things kind of blended together, and mm-hmm. they are related, but they are different. Mm-hmm. And so it's always good to hear that um, little different twist on, you know, how is grace different from mercy? Yeah. And uh, What would you tell us, Dela? Well, I, I mean, now that I'm learning that, it's yeah. more about mercy is when you're pleading for someone to be more lenient with you because mm. you probably deserved something worse. Mm. But you're just, please be lenient as you dole out whatever it is that I deserve, but but be uh, merciful to me, you mm. know. Mm-hmm. And I guess I think of that, because when you mentioned about mercy, I thought about, I've had a lot of elderly people recently in my life die, aunts and uncles, and mm. my sister and I have just prayed that God would be merciful as they were dying mm. because they were struggling with um, their brain failing them or their body failing them and you just want their leaving of this earth to be as peaceful as or as merciful as God would allow it to be sure you know so that is one place where I thought about mercy about have mercy on these people in their last days on earth you yeah. know even though they're going to heaven, make this departure more peaceful or more mm. placid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or just mercy for people that are struggling, you know, that God would um, help them with that. So, I don't know. I think of that. And now, you brought up, though, a whole, another part about mercy, uh-huh. about people we don't know that we're trying to interact with. You know, uh-huh. and that is what we need to hear too. It's not just those that we're connected to that we're concerned about, but what about some of these people that we don't really care about and we uh, should care about? Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, because God's been loving and merciful to us, and we ought to extend that same kind of leniency and love toward other people. You know, so yeah, that's a good challenge. Uh, Pastor Kevin, because I don't think it comes naturally. Well, sure, yeah. Well, that's that's a kind of mm. interesting. The whole way you framed it, because um, I wouldn't, I don't think in my mind would have gone to like end of life, for instance, and that whole idea yeah. of, you know, uh, kind of a merciful oh. death. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the first thing because we, like I told yeah. you, I've been praying for mercy a lot lately, and it was, it is different, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's well, but it fits. It fits well, at least as I'm thinking of, um, you know, when I started, you just started talking. I thought, well, when I read even the the Beatitude, you know, right. um, the, fir- the yeah, the first four to me were kind of like more extreme. They felt yes. than yeah. the merciful one, which just didn't feel like quite as extreme. Kind of felt, oh, this is a little softer, a little softer yes. than like mourning or starving, you know, yeah, hungering, right. all that. And um, you know, but mercy is like, oh, that sounds nice, but kind of like buried in the in the uh idea of mercy is that i reality of uh oh i'm in this space or place because of something i've done or i've contributed to or right. or this or is the situation right right yeah. yeah and end of life's interesting because i don't i don't know that everyone would see death you know kind of in that frame right right well yeah it doesn't seem like um we all deserve death. I mean, it's not what we've done. It's just our condition, yeah. our sinful condition. And right. I know that in talking with people, we, 
sometimes get tired of hearing about the broken world, the broken mm-hmm. world, but yeah. the truth is, uh-huh. it is, and we are, uh-huh. and so we got to deal with this. How do you deal with it? With God's love, grace, and His mercy. Mm. And so we know these dear people are going to end up in heaven. That's how I know that, because I know their faith. I know what they stood for. But just lighten up on them, God, when they're, they're in yeah. bed dying, you know, just... I don't know. That's when I think of mercy. Or like when Pastor Aaron once talked about him, or was it you, about playing that game. Don't bend oh, my thumb yeah. anymore. Please, you know, it's hurting, uh-huh. it's hurting. Please have, lighten up a little bit. I yeah. mean, that was just a game. But um, so, Yeah, the know. same idea. Yeah. But that actually, when I read Aaron's uh, thing too, I thought of, uh, so I played on the Concordia Seminary soccer team. Oh. And uh, I'm not a soccer player. <laughs> Uh, but I was, you know, like a moderately good player on the team because yeah. none of us were really, I mean, there was a couple guys yeah, who had yeah. played, you know, previously. So we just got walloped, you know, oh, okay. the whole season. Oh. We lost every single yeah, game yeah. and there were plenty of games where we got mercied. Oh, okay. You know, right? Like right. you get to halfway through the game and, and they, they already got say, nine goals on you and they say, yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys go home. And, that is part of sports. Mm-hmm. That whole, the mercy per- rule. Yes, yes. Right? I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. So that whole idea of like yeah. you're, you know. Whatever's going on is just, it is just bearing down, it's beaten down, it is rough. Yeah. And, uh, and, and maybe the situation is something that you, you actively did to deserve it, but maybe it's not something you actively did either. Yeah, it's and that's just part of this. The brokenness. Yes, the world we're in. Yeah. And that's it. sometimes that seems so unfair. I mean, but uh-huh. there again, it's uh, never said it would be fair. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. yeah, when you think of kind of God's mercy, then like, yeah. can are there kind of like examples you think of in your life or in in the world where it's kind of you see that um, that letting up, or you see like, what does it look like for for mercy to be applied? Do you think? Well, and we we did not have children, but I was a teacher, and there mm. were times when I just had to take a deep breath and think. Now I really am so upset with this kid, you know, and but just take a breath and just think now. How should you really handle this in a more merciful way? You know, oh, whether it sure. is the scolding or the discipline or the consequences of what this little kid did. And, and you know, I would, oh, I prayed a lot as a teacher that God would help me with this because you don't mm. want to do anything real damaging. You, you <laughs> felt mean, the gravity of the I kids. Know. And so for sure, parents or uh. teachers, uh, youth leaders, I don't care who, who are dealing with kids and disciplining and loving little people to be fair and just, but also merciful mm. as you deal with them, you mm-hmm. know, because it all goes back to like, God is that way with us, right? Mm. I mean, and so should we not, we're supposed to imitate God the best we can with his help, or mm-hmm. at least ask him mm-hmm. to help us with that. So to me, that would be an example in real life, mercy. Yeah, that's yeah. a great example. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, I mean, uh, I think this says something about me, but maybe other uh, listeners, like maybe you'll identify with me. And I kind of hope you don't, to be honest. <laughs> but it's it's odd. I had this picture of God for a long time that he was kind of that, uh, like the justness of God or the justice of God. Yeah. Or it's kind of like, you know, bad things happen and you feel like, oh, I'm getting kind of this kickback from yeah. I something know I why must this have done. Is happening. Yeah. yeah, and but but what you say is absolutely right. That picture of God is um, I mean we're taking part of God's nature. He is just. Yes. But yes. um God so God uh, well I read a book recently that said God has a name and he tells us about his name uh, uh, kind of in the beginning of Exodus. 
So he's like got the people out of Egypt, you know, yeah. he's rescued them. And he says, uh, he kind of gives this like self uh, description uh, where he says, you know, I am Yahweh. He says, Yahweh, Yahweh. And then he says, uh, a loving and compassionate God, mm. steadfast, right? Uh, uh, love. Um, but he goes on to say like, you know, um, kind of like in the commandments, I won't leave unpunished these things, yeah. but they come as a kind of an afterpiece. Like they're secondary to God's nature, right? Um, and I think we see this the most in Jesus, yeah, right? Yeah. Where God, you know, what did humanity deserve, right? What was the just thing to do, you know? What would have been good, right, and salutary would not have been Jesus on the cross. Right. Right? So we all would have been hanging on different stakes somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but, right. but, so, yeah. but so God leads with that... Um, Mercy, and I guess yeah. you know James when he says mercy triumphs over judgment, we kind of see that in Jesus. That's a good one to remember, you know, because I think our nature is to be judged. Now. Oh, it and just comes secondhand, it right? It does, and I don't want to make excuses, but obviously I am. But it's just easier to um, jump to that. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, well, that's why it's yeah. so hard. I think. Right. I would imagine as a teacher. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know. That's why I said take a breath. And and that (laughs) Uh doesn't mean that every time or as a parent, every time you do the right thing. But you do try to just ask God to help you do the right thing. Yeah. By his power, actually. (laughs) Sure. And it doesn't take away, you know, like if you're trying to create boundaries or set up rules or have structure. These are all good things. Sometimes we want to, we like swing on the pendulum so far the other way and say, ah, like, you know, all those things are bad. No, I mean, God gives us commandments because they're good. These boundaries are good. Absolutely. But man, is he ever patient and merciful. With us. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that picture of, you kind of connected those dots. We're we're God's children. That's how we, that's how he thinks of us. He says, call me father. You're my dear children. And how does a teacher or a parent, you know, lovingly deal with a child? You got you got a lot of opportunities every day to, to c- kind of in- yeah. incur the, you know, uh, this is what should have happened. This is what happened, you know. Well, that's why he's also forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> and we can count on that, you know. Yeah, emulate yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, the, the mercy, too, you, when you were talking about uh, um, people, like I said earlier, outside of our circle who need God's love and, mm. and, and help and Sometimes we just, I don't know, I don't say, I'll say I, maybe others aren't, but mm-hmm. uh, we want to attach um, judgment to yeah. why they are where they are. Mm-hmm. And that is good to be reminded that, um, hey, we are all in that spot when one way or the other. So just hold back on that, <laughs> you yeah. know. And um, there again, I do believe we just have to constantly ask God to help us with this mm-hmm. because there. Maybe are some things that are easy for us to do, depending on our personalities. But for the most part, I think it's God mm. working in us that does these good things, mm. you know, in the first place. So we've got to help help me to have more understanding of these people or, or be more merciful because it's easy to not be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, uh, so and I... I I was, I don't know, the political thing always gets interesting, you know, I mean, yeah. my mind went there a little bit, like in what I was saying, oh, and I'm, I'm not trying to, uh, I think, I think that Christianity totes a really interesting line in the political world, which is, because it, it either side's response, let's say to groups who are in need, yes, right? Yes. I mean, think about the poor, right? right? I mean, just political platform wise, right. there's two kind of different approaches. How do, yeah. And, but I don't know that either approach 
um, is is necessarily fueled kind of by God's heart. Mm. Because on the one hand, um, you, you got a platform that you know could be maybe insulting to the poor or the downtrodden because they say you can't figure it out yourself. You don't have the means or the understanding or the intelligence. So we'll just kind of we'll we'll get everything here for you. So that yeah. you don't have to kind of, you know, learn. They want to kind of pad things, right? Yeah. Uh, to help you get by. Which and, may not help at all, really. And, and I think yeah. I think a lot of people have experienced that, yeah. maybe yeah. in own family yeah. settings, or people yeah. have tried to help. And so then that then it's you kind of as humans, we maybe swing to that other side. Oh. Where we say, well, you can't trust them at all. You know, it doesn't help to give them anything. So kind of just let the market do what it does, and yeah. they'll kind of have to learn. Um, but God, God seems to kind of intersect it where He's not. It's not that the picture isn't us de-elevating ourselves because we're so much better or higher right. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. We're equals, right? And that is, that is a, a hard stand to take, but that is where it is, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think some of the most powerful movements um, or like, um, like uh, organizations that have helped people are the ones that they don't come in. Actually, this is how when we do the Detroit mission trip, Camp Restore. Sure. We don't go in and just kind of clean up the area because they right. can't clean right. it up themselves. You well, work together and you share your, I don't know, who you are with these folks. And, yeah, and we're just yeah. resources for them. Right. We actually connect to like um, community leaders who live there, yeah. who have the passion to yeah. kind of like, hey, we want to elevate you know, this neighborhood. That's got to be more effective in the end, in mm-hmm. the long run. Yeah, yeah, they said that back in the day when they first started, it was more, yeah, bring sure. groups in. We'll just hit this spot. We don't talk to anybody. Yeah. And then you, a week later, you know, it's in yeah. the same condition it was before yeah. because uh, it takes more than it takes more than a handout. I suppose. Yeah, it does right, take right. a relationship. Probably how God's mercy is, too. I mean, it's not he works with us and uh-huh. as he delivers that mercy to us. I think he probably works along with us so that we, you know, move on and practice it in our lives. So yeah, and that I, I, yeah. I love that idea of relational. Yeah, he works yeah. with us. He works with us. Walks with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's not as maybe far off as sometimes we imagine. Right, and that's why it's important. Like we started talking about this church family business. Oh, sure. <laughs> but that is where we get fed too. Here is just when you see that in other people. And, and mm. or even just the an emphasis of a church mm. is this is part of the emphasis. So everybody is hearing this, and they may not jump on board right away, but uh, they know that this is part of the Christian life is to be this way, and mm. and it becomes more of a priority than maybe it was before. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so. kind of goes back to some of those maybe like human inclinations that we have, and that's true of mm-hmm. me too. I mean, yeah. just to put yeah. my cards on the table, like. Yeah. I, you know, in general, it's like, well, it's like the Good Samaritan story, you know, like things can seem like an inconvenience or a burden. It's like, I really don't want to help. I yeah. don't yeah. want to spend the time or the resources or, or even to... The risk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a risk. Yeah. I remember getting, you know, burned one time outside of a restaurant. Uh, fellow was, you know, asking for, for mm. money for this mm. or that thing. And you get the whole sob story, right? And yeah. so you're like, yeah. and I'm some poor college kid, you know, whatever. And I was like, well, okay. So like, yeah. you know, I give him, you know, 20 bucks or whatever I had. And, and then I saw him, he walked over and his family's sitting in like an Escalade, you know, oh. SUV <laughs> that's Whoops. running, you know, I mean, the car is on and everything. And like, it seems like, well, this, the, I don't know, pieces of the story don't, but you hate to distrust, you know, automatically, but, but sometimes we get burned or it's, it seems... Right. And then I just say, you know what? God knows what's going on here. And mm. he will 
deal with this. I mean, whether I, you know, I've, you may have felt bad. I would have felt bad. Mm. I mean, we've heard those stories before from Pastor Weber and other about yeah. times when things went awry. Right. And and so you just say, well, you know, God knows the hearts of those people and us, and He'll work it all together, and it'll get worked out in the end. And so don't sweat over it. Yeah, know, that's because, that's and, a good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think, and I think maybe Ecclesiastes talks that way about God, um, or maybe it's Matthew. I can't remember. But anyways, this idea that God, he doles out, I mean, he gives life and breath to everybody. Right. The which, rain falls on the just and the unjust or whatever. We, we all get those blessings and yeah. Uh-huh. And and uh, he's impartial about it. Yeah. You know, which is kind of strange. We are not. I am not impartial. <laughs> Help me. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so I was thinking, too, mercy. You, I mean, obviously, Pastor Kevin, you mm. know your scripture very well. Mm. And I know some scripture, but I don't always have the stuff to it, the verse and chapter, but um, about the Lord's mercy endures forever. Mm. Oh, oh, give thanks to the Lord for his mercy endures forever. That's the whole thing. But I just remember that because um, it it's there for us to know it's always there, his mm-hmm. mercy, and um, that we should be, you know, growing in his mercy and learning how to use it in our lives. But anyway, it helps to hear those reminders in those verses. Yeah, yeah. To feed us, feed us. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I kind of want to maybe wrap up here um, just real quick. I'd, I'd love to get really specific or mm-hmm. con- concretize, yes. um, you know, with this idea of people in need, yes. you know, people who yeah. need some mercy shown their right. way or, yeah, wherever right. that in life, they, yeah, they need some right. assistance, help. As you think of our community, because I'm still kind of getting to know even mm-hmm. our community, mm-hmm. is there any, like, is there any pocket or people group or organization that you're mm-hmm. familiar with or, you know, like some space that you're like, hey, you know what? I do know yeah. of a need. It's this yeah. one. And yeah. if you're interested... This is yeah. a thing that's happening. You're asking for an advertisement. An advert, yeah, if you want. Free advertising. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, I, we know that um, you had, we'd talked earlier once about little brothers, friends of the elderly, hmm. which those dear people are not always um, uh, financially needy people by any means. Yeah. It's just the emotional and the social. Um, the camaraderie they could get from other people in our community. Yeah. And so that those are needs, you know, they, they may not be like a, a homeless person that you see at, down at Camp Restore or something like that, but um, our community does a wonderful job with visiting and befriending elderly people. Mm-hmm. And we have plenty of elderly people in the Copper Country. Mm-hmm. And Pastor Kevin, they they do a a wood program up here. We've never helped with that, but there are still a lot of older people in our community who heat their homes Mm. with a wood stove. And they may live back down in the valley or in a wood somewhere. And there are uh, young people from tech and other places who split wood, who haul wood to these dear old people Mm. um, who couldn't get it otherwise. And that's what's keeping them warm and cozy and comfortable. That's one of their small missions. We have never helped with that, but we've helped with the, just the holiday meals and things that they do where these mm. folks, um, their children have left the area and now live out in Washington or down in North Carolina, but they wanted to stay here. But who do they spend Thanksgiving with? Or who do they spend Christmas with or Easter? And so 
Little Brothers does a great job of, well, with COVID, we've had to deliver meals mm. to them. But prior to COVID, they had all these different sites, you know, at, at this church's fellowship hall or at this community building or where we helped was up at Mohawk. And there's a, a it's called an alternative school, but it used to be an elementary school. But their little gym is where, um, and their cafeteria is where we would help prepare a meal. And there might only be 15 to 25 old people come there. Mm. And then there'd be all these other people there. But we eat with them and we prepare a meal. And it's a socializing time and it's uh. a friendship time. Sometimes you could develop friendships that would go on. And sometimes it's just for that day. Okay. But it provides a need for mm. people who otherwise would be alone, you know. So, and they do many other things. They, they transport people who have doctor's appointments they can't get to. They have visitors. Um, you just align yourself with an elderly person and you visit them once a week or mm. something. Um, it's a great outreach to all the elderly people we have in our area. And then I just think we just need to be on the lookout for people in our lives, whether it's in our church or our neighborhood. Or like when I was a teacher, there were some just sweet little kids that were just little bits of ragamuffins. Mm. You know, that's what I call them. And, <laughs> and you just you just love them, you know, and yeah. try to befriend. Uh, as a teacher, you could their parents to give support. Um, however, you could do that through your you know school or whatever. I'm aware of the. Oh, we j just today when I was having that life screening, we ran yeah. into the lady who is the head of 31 Backpacks. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And I didn't catch her name, but... Um, yeah. Laurel Mackey. I okay, think. that's who it was. And yeah. I just know that she has seen a need for um, some families uh, in the... Well, there's a lot of families up here. Uh, and I don't know, there again, that can be kind of controversial. Like, how much help do you give mm. people? How much food do you share with them how many school supplies do you give to them but obviously these little kids they didn't have any say yeah in what kind of baggage they come into right. the world with whatever their parents are or aren't doing yep they don't it's not there yeah no. like you're saying so, part of that brokenness yeah. That, yeah yeah so um and uh i'm i'm sure well when we first came here we we kind of helped some with habitat because there again there's some people who really want a good home to live in mm. And they're willing to help, um, you know, do their part and have a good, safe place for them and their children. Hmm. Um, so there, there, our community has some, you know, good, uh, what do you call them, organizations, I guess, uh -huh. that would be. Um, and then, of course, our church, I think we try to do things, too, you know, yeah. the best we can. Like help, just helping here in our neighborhood, which we have never done. So I'm not saying I was on that. but <laughs> Sure. Um, Leaf raking and all that stuff that, you know, or picking up debris. What a good thing to do for people who just couldn't mm. get her get her done, you know? Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I mean, I love the call, too, of even just who is it in my life? Exactly. It brings it really close to home. Yeah. yeah. Who is it on my street or in my maybe yeah. larger family? Yeah. Um, who's that friend who is just having having a kind of go of it and could use a little yeah cool cup of water? Exactly. Know? My mom always just would say, use cool... A cool hand on a warm head. I mean, you know, just mm. bring some calming relief. to a situ situation or some relief. And I do. I I mean, we can all credit different people, but moms and dads out there mm. have a great role in uh, how their kids carry on things that 
God would want him to do, you know. Amen. And I, I think our my parents did a good job of that to say, share this with those people or take extra soup to that person or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is um, mm-hmm. to bring them, like you said, calm and support and peace. And that's what God wants us to do. And look, he did it for us. So how can we be? But it's easy. I, I mean, like that parable uh, like you know yeah oh my gosh i thought about that too because how easy it is for us to turn around and be just as demanding or unfair and then yeah. our god has just given us all his everything grace and mercy so we yeah. better shape up <laughs> <laughs> well i couldn't say it any better myself dela so let's sit on that know. thank you for, for oh sure yeah, yeah. For, for being on yeah. the we don't click our and, cups at the end of this do we <laughs> well we don't have to i'll finish my cup instead okay. that's all i want okay. but uh no yeah i really appreciate yeah. the the shout out to those different orgs and if you're interested in, in wanting to get involved you can talk yeah. to yeah talk to dela or talk to me or yeah. uh, go to the orgs themselves or um right. but no we're glad to have you in this community and as a yeah. A, a voice uh, uh, of wisdom. Uh, oh, help help us. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> See, that's the wisdom <laughs> Plenty right of gray hair. I don't know about wisdom, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Dale. Thank you, you for, for tuning in, and uh, yeah, God bless your week. Thank you very much. Yep. All right. <laughs>